There's a reason why in Florida, professional wrestling was deemed an essential business. Because it kicks ass. This is Heel Turns and Headlocks. And this is Bear DiGiulio and Brian LaPrey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Heel Turns and Headlocks podcast. I am your co-host, Brian LaPrey, and with me, as always, the extraordinary man who does extraordinary things, Bear DiGiulio. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) What a weird nickname. Thankfully, we've come a long way since then, so much so that we've found ourselves in the midst of a match of the year candidate and that's why we're here today because this past sunday usually it's saturday interesting this past sunday at nxt takeover 31 we saw finn balor and kyle o'reilly wrestle for the nxt championship in what is being hailed by many as one of the best matches of 2020 some people have it as the match of the year i think most agree that it's in that five-star discussion but we're looking at the future credit to both men, but Finn Balor still is the NXT champion and he needs a contender because NXT that very same night announced that one of the most popular pay-per-views ever is coming back to NXT originally from WCW. And that is Halloween havoc on October 28th. Finn Balor will likely be defending the NXT championship. That's a bit of an assumption, but we're going to assume that he will be. And Bear and I just decided it's time to figure out who's next in line for that coveted title. And as always, we've got five names for you. Suck it. Always. (laughs) And I, I guess there's some kind of a theme here. Some people, I guess, fit that scene better than others. But we do believe that Halloween Havoc, one of the all-time great pay-per-views. I think the match that immediately comes to mind, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio, a match that influenced generations to come. Well, Finn Balor has a chance to have a second straight classic, and we figure if he's going to, the story has to fit. And if it's Halloween Havoc, well, we'll start out with number one, a guy who kind of fits the uh, the creepy theme and that's Dexter Loomis. And that would obviously be the biggest match of his career, Bear. But, hey, opportunity knocks, right? And I'm pretty sure Dexter Loomis has a win over Finn Balor already. Yeah, actually, Dexter Loomis defeated Timothy Thatcher and Finn Balor to qualify for the North American Championship opportunity at NXT TakeOver 30. Due to injury, he could no longer compete. Therefore... You know, we haven't seen much of Dexter Loomis since then. However, last week on NXT, as many of you saw, Cameron Grimes um, was backstage looking for William Regal, NXT general manager. He runs into Dexter Loomis. What better way to book a show called Halloween Havoc than having a guy like the Demon, the NXT champion Finn Balor, be it Demon or not. We haven't seen the Demon in quite some time. 
Although a Halloween themed episode for the demon would probably be pretty beneficial, right? One would think to go against a guy to go against a guy like Dexter Loomis, formerly known as Samuel Shaw in TNA. Um, before the injury, Loomis was kind of on fire. He had that um, strat match against Roderick Strong at the Great American Bash, the NXT Great American Bash. It was kind of looking like things were looking up for Dexter Loomis. So a championship opportunity isn't out of the realm of possibility because, again, on top of it being a spooky centric filled show and he looks like a creeper, right? It makes total sense. And again, he has that win over Timothy Thatcher and Finn Balor. So he can, he can definitely use that as kind of like a, Hey, remember this makes sense. Yeah. And as bear said, Loomis, you know, early on, I guess he, he kind of had that, period of time that everybody has right when they come to nxt where it's a little uncertain where they go from here he was one of the i mean no pun intended breakout stars of that nxt breakout tournament uh his match in the first round i believe it was against bronson reed was one of the best matches of the tournament um and since then he's just kind of hit the ground running though you know he assisted velveteen dream against the undisputed era during that feud when dream and cole were going for the NXT championship. As Bear said, he had a match at the Great American Bash, a strap match. Usually those kind of matches are reserved for stars, right? You know, it, and as Bear said, you know, it kind of seemed like he was headed towards the moon when he beat Timothy Thatcher and reigning NXT champion Finn Balor to qualify for that ladder match for the North American title. There are a lot of people who believe that had he not been injured, he would have won the title. And that's taking nothing away from Damian Priest, who's already had a great reign. But Dexter Loomis has all the tools to be a top star. And really, everybody's been saying that about him since TNA. And now it seems like he's finally in that environment where it really works. If you want to put him on a big stage, I mean... We all know Finn Balor delivers. No question about that. The guy's won more takeover matches than anyone ever. And there's a reason for that. He's that damn good. Well, as Bear said, we haven't seen the demon in a while. Bringing him back against a creeper like Loomis would be a pretty good idea for a show called Halloween Havoc. And if that's not the kind of creepy you want, we've got a different brand of creepy for you. A man who, I mean, really, if anybody has a claim for quote-unquote deserving an nxt championship match at halloween havoc you would think it's the guy who never lost the title carrying cross now i admit some of this is being a little ambitious he <clears throat> excuse me he suffered a separated shoulder about about a month and a half ago now uh we're speculating a bit as to whether or not he'd be able to wrestle at halloween havoc but let's put that aside for a moment and just say let's say he's healthy you would think that the guy who beat keith lee to win the nxt championship and then had to give it up right away i don't know bear kind of seems like the guy who would want to go after finn balor in that title again another strong match when it comes to like the branding of halloween havoc right you got a guy like karrion cross who is physically imposing and another guy who has a claim for the title, obviously, because he never lost it injury 
Injuries happen. Finn knows that all too well, as everybody recalls. One night after Finn Balor won the Universal Championship, he had to vacate it. After he vacated the Universal Championship, it was never really the same for Finn. He had a couple Intercontinental title runs and, you know, most recently now NXT Championship run. But Finn Balor knows that feeling all too well. So I know Finn is not going to say, oh, Cross, you deserve it. But in the back of his mind, he's got to understand that Karrion Cross would deserve another opportunity. And again, what better way to do that than at NXT Halloween Havoc? Because again, Karrion Cross, physically imposing, a guy that's kind of spooky. He's got that cool entrance too. I think that'd be perfect for a venue like Halloween Havoc. Yeah, And the X Factor being the ever so beautiful Scarlet Bordeaux, who Adds a really cool, not just a cool element to the match, but Karrion Cross's character in general. So a lot of factors there. I know it's essentially heel versus heel, right? But at that point, that's kind of thrown out the window because again, Karrion Cross, more than probably anybody on this list, deserves that spot if healthy. Yeah. And I think one of the, to your point about heel versus heel, I think one of the great things about NXT is that they've kind of blurred those lines where, you know, it's less about what you can be clearly identified as and more about let's get to the bottom of what your intentions and motivations actually are. And that's why these characters that NXT has created or helped build have been so successful. And as Bear said, look, Karrion Cross about as good of a character as it gets. You know, the whole TikTok thing was the talk of wrestling for a long time. Um, yeah. And, and yes, we I know we suggested bringing back the demon for Dexter Loomis. If there's any reason to bring back the demon in Halloween Havoc, a match against a guy like Karrion Cross would be perfect. And I mean, I, just inject that feud into my veins, please. That, Absolutely. That is, that would be outstanding, and we all know how good NXT is when they have the potential to do something. So please deliver it. And if you don't, well, I guess we can just forget about the creepy and talk about some good old-fashioned wrestling. Good old-fashioned wrestling. And the next name on this list, a guy who just had the biggest win of his NXT career thus far, that being Kushida. Um, in the last episode of the Heel Turns and Headlocks podcast, we mentioned Kushida needing that win. Really establish his footing in NXT. And he did just that, and he did that in a fairly dominant fashion, I would say. Yeah. Um, after defeating Velveteen Dream in singles competition, he went and continued attacking Dream, which really set the tone as to just how vicious Kushida can be, which is really what Kushida fans like Brian and myself were waiting for. Yeah. We're waiting for that opportunity, that moment for Kushida, and it's there. You know, a four, a, the guy has won the World Television Championship in Reign of Honor. We mentioned it before. I'm going to say it again. Six times over, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Two-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion. He won the Best of the Super Juniors in 2015 and 2017. He won the Super Junior Tag Tournament in 2012 and the Super J Cup in 2016. Okay. Accomplished. And Bear, who did he win those tag titles with? Alex Shelley. Clap, 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 clap. Alex Shelley. I 
one day we're going to have an episode just dedicating our love and affection to Alex Shelley. But that message, Kushida, you know, again, it took him a little bit to find his footing in NXT, but I think it's there now. And I think Halloween Havoc, you capitalize on that. It's not the spooky match like Karrion Cross or Dexter Loomis would give Finn Balor, but when you look at it from a from a purely wrestling as from a pure wrestling standpoint, it's probably the one of the better matches on this list because again, these two these two have the styles that clash very well with each other, and it'd be really cool to see on NXT TV, especially on a show like Halloween Havoc going against AEW in the quote unquote ratings war. People are going to tune in for that yeah. because again, above all else, it's going to be a, just a kick-ass wrestling match. Yeah, absolutely. And look, if you want a little history about why so many fans are so excited by this proposition, Kushida is tied for second all time in total championship reigns with that IWGP junior heavyweight title. Finn Balor is tied for second in days with that title. They're two of the greatest junior heavyweights New Japan has ever had. Uh, both are guys who most people agree, had they not gone the WWE route, probably would have experienced a great deal of heavyweight success as well. They're incredible wrestlers, two of the best technical wrestlers on the planet. Uh, they have some measure of history with each other. They had a couple of singles matches against each other about nine years ago. They're very different competitors now. And they obviously had that classic tag team match between the time splitters and Apollo 55 in new Japan pro wrestling. Again, Alex Shelley, <clears throat> this match. I mean, I know we use this all the time, but it kind of books itself. And yeah. you have two guys who have similar roots I guess, you know, similar backstories in terms of where they came from, how they came up, both in WWE with something to prove, both carrying a great deal of hype. You know, maybe the Kushida signing didn't carry as much hype as, let's say, Shinsuke Nakamura when he came over from New Japan, but it's very similar to when then Prince Devitt, now Finn Balor came over where everybody's going, this guy is an incredible wrestler. And if they just let him be himself, he's going to be successful. Some people are saying, you know, oh, did Kushida turn heel at TakeOver? I don't really think he did. I just think that it was a great story arc in which this character is finally just fed up with being fed all this shit. He came in here. He was happy-go-lucky. He put a smile on his face. He did the thing. I'm the international star. I know. Market me. Da, 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 da. And now he's going, where are my opportunities? Well, what better way to give him an opportunity than to put him in the ring with Finn Balor for the NXT championship, potentially in the main event of Halloween Havoc. I think that's a match that everybody would be watching. It's a match that could again be a match of the year candidate. And more than anything, if we're talking about guys who have shown a mean streak recently, Finn Balor has done the same. It, it, it's kind of a match made in heaven or hell, whichever you prefer. Love it. If you if you don't want to see that, if you don't want to see two guys from New Japan tearing it up in the United States, and you just if you're just one of those cardio freaks, <laughs> well, we got a match for you that could go like 90 minutes and they'd probably still be fine. Finn Balor versus another member of Undisputed Era, 
Roderick Strong. And if we thought that Finn and Kyle O'Reilly was hard hitting, I'm afraid to see what Finn and Roderick Strong could do together. Because those chops alone, whew, good night. We got to put some more respect on this podcast when it comes to Roderick Strong's name because Brain and I, we're big fans. We just, we've never really established that yet, but we're going to make it perfectly clear that Roderick Strong is that dude. And him joining Undisputed Era was just great. And again, if you saw it coming, you might have, but it was very, like, I believe it was NXT TakeOver New Orleans when he and, Pete Dunn were tag team were teaming at the time for the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. Roderick Strong's turn was one of the better turns of that year for sure. Yeah, you know, we're we're called heel turns and headlocks, and that is one of the better heel turns of all time. And again, if you didn't see it coming, if you saw it coming, whatever. Written really, written really well, and since joining Undisputed Era, he's had quite a few accomplishments with Undisputed Era being a two-time tag team champion in NXT as well as a one-time North American champion and Brian being the ring of honor um, guy of heel turns and headlocks already knows this, but for those of you that don't know one-time ring of honor world champion, one-time ring of honor world tag team champion, one two-time television champion. He won the survival of the fittest. He won the honor gauntlet in 2010 and the Toronto gauntlet in 2010. He was the second ever Ring of Honor, Triple Crown Champion. The dude's money. And a match against Finn Balor, again, if you're going to combat AEW in the quote-unquote ratings war, that's another match where you're like, at this point, I don't even care what AEW is doing. Yeah. I got to watch this match between two guys that are just going to destroy each other. Again, the cardio would be impeccable between the two. I mean, they're both Iron Men yeah. of professional wrestling. So... We haven't, I don't, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we've ever seen it yet in NXT at least. But I mean, even if we have, and I forgot my apologies, (laughs) it'd be, it, the stakes would be higher. Yeah. It would be for the NXT championship, which is one of the most prestigious championships in wrestling today. So for Roderick Strong to get an opportunity like that, that'd be a match that would be unforgettable. Yeah. You know, Roderick Strong, for those of you who are unfamiliar, <clears throat> it's not just that he's now in his 20th year as a professional wrestler, which is nuts considering he's only 37, but it's been pretty much 17 years of being steadily in the spotlight of, at the very least, high-level independent wrestling. You know, in Ring of Honor, Generation Next was a faction that really, I mean... You look at the names that came out of that stable, you know, Roderick Strong, Matt Seidel, Alex Shelley, Austin Aries, Jack Evans. Those guys have been staples of professional wrestling for the past 15 years. All over the world, not just not just WWE, not just impact everywhere, everywhere. Those five guys have maybe they've never been the quote unquote top guy with the exception of Aries, but maybe they've never been the top guy, but they've been one of the top guys everywhere they've been. They've been a featured player everywhere they've been. Roddy's that guy who I feel like aside from the eternally underrated Alex Shelley, 
he never gets the respect he deserves. Roderick Strong is the complete package. You know, does he cut a promo like The Rock? No, but the guy can cut a decent enough promo. As Bear said, that heel turn on Pete Dunne, absolutely one of the iconic moments in NXT history. That that changed the game. And don't forget, the guy's been killing it in NXT for a while now. It's been almost four years since Roderick Strong debuted in NXT. Four years. Not many wrestlers last that long in NXT. You know, Roderick Strong, for those of you who forget, had an excellent, uh, <coughs> excuse me, had an excellent match against Drew McIntyre, the current WWE champion for the NXT championship on an episode of NXT. If you haven't seen that match before, go watch it. It was awesome. You know, Roddy and Pete Dunn were killing it before the turn. And with Bobby Fish injured, Roderick Strong stepped into one of the best tag teams of the past decade. And it's like they didn't miss a beat. You know, whatever role you've plugged him into, Roderick Strong has been able to thrive. And win, lose, or draw, an opportunity to get Roddy into the main event of, yeah, it's on TV, but essentially a pay-per-view, much deserved. And as I said before, two of the best and hardest chops in all of professional wrestling belong to Roderick Strong and Finn Balor. That chop fest alone would, I mean... I think even Valter would give them a round of applause. Right. But we get it. You don't always want headlocks. Sometimes you want heel turns. You want the characters. So do we. And on that note, the fifth man on this list, I'd say pretty character heavy bear. Um, A guy who you want to talk about the pillars of NXT, the Mount Rushmore. Of NXT, you have to think that this man is on it. Love him or hate him, Finn Balor's next challenger may very well be Tommaso Ciampa. He only had one fall in that um, awesome Fatal 4-Way 60-minute Ironman match for the vacant NXT championship, which we discussed on an earlier podcast, if you guys want to go check that out. So... Tommaso Ciampa came out of that not winning the title. He's mad, right? As you guys may have seen, he came back a couple weeks later, really destroyed young up-and-comer Jake Atlas, kind of solidifying his role yet again as one of the bigger heels in NXT. I think it's safe to say, especially, you know, again, the Jake Atlas didn't really, <laughs> he, he didn't really deserve what happened to him, but alas, it's what happened. So, you know, I'm not saying Champa's in quote-unquote limbo or anything like that, but a chance for the NXT Championship, a fight like that is definitely something I don't see Finn backing down from. And again, it'd be a killer match. All these matches would be killer, but this one in particular, you know, just like the Roderick Strong one, very hard-hitting. And again, you don't talk about NXT without basically talking about Tommaso Ciampa without talking about Johnny Gargano without talking about, you know, Finn Balor Mount Rushmore of NXT book it for an episode. Although we might've just spoiled it already, whatever the case may be. He's already won Goldie. He used to call the NXT championship Goldie before 
um, wants it back. He's already held tag team gold with Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. Really, it's just a matter of when does he want to go back for it, right? And a show like Halloween Havoc, very hard-hitting match, very very wrestling-centric as well because Champa and Finn Balor are two of the best wrestlers in the world. So, you know, we say it all the time. We're going to say it again. Books itself, brother. Yeah. And look, the, the creepy theme, right, of Halloween Havoc, it's there. But there's another side of it where if you look at it historically – just, just look at some of the main events that WCW had at this pay-per-view. Sting versus Goldberg. Goldberg versus Diamond Dallas Page. Hulk Hogan versus Roddy Piper. Hulk Hogan versus Randy Savage. Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. You know, legends. And if Halloween Havoc is going to live up to that billing, having two of the greatest wrestlers in NXT history going toe-to-toe for the most coveted title in that realm not a bad idea and quite frankly those guys well they haven't had a lot of bad matches have they nope they're they're pretty damn good at what they do and i think that look any one of these five matches could absolutely kill it but balor versus champa if if you're looking for star power that's the one you go with and if you don't like those five options, well, we're going to cry when we go off the air. But we do have one more honorable mention for you to consider. We thought of a few different people, but we ultimately landed on someone that I know Bear and I are both quite fond of. Because he represents for all the thick boys out there like us. Thick. <laughs> that man, of course, the Colossal. Bronson Reed. And if you're only now becoming familiar with the man formerly known as Jonah Rock, a former mainstay in pro wrestling gorilla, you're probably becoming a fan pretty quickly. You know, not only has he been really impressive in the ring, but I mean, how cool was it to see him come out at TakeOver 30 with a tire that honored Bam Bam Bigelow, one of the guys who helped pave the way for wrestlers like Bronson Reed? That alone makes me think that he's awesome. And I guess on a more serious note, well, that is serious. I mean what I just said. But on another note, Finn Ballard coming off of that classic technical masterpiece, maybe you put him in a different type of match, change it up you know, vary his title defenses and vary his opponents in ways where you see different stories unfolding. Finn Balor has been talking that talk and walking that walk, but you put him in the ring with a guy who's 330 pounds. Well, strategy has got to change. Different style, you know, different game plan, different approach, different everything for Finn Balor to go into a match like this. Yeah. with Bronson Reed after that classic he just had with Kyle O'Reilly. And look, Bronson Reed's one of those guys where it's going to happen. You know, is he a future NXT world champion? We don't know, but it's going to happen that he's going to have major success in NXT. Um that spot in particular where he had Candice LeRae over his shoulders in that ladder match for the NXT North American Championship at Takeover 30 as Brian mentioned. 
one of the cooler spots of the year. Yeah. You know, and we talk about it all the time with guys like Samoa Joe and other thicker, heavier set guys that like Keith Lee shouldn't move the way they do with at the weight that they are, but that's Bronson Reed and giving him a championship opportunity at Halloween havoc could really boost his career more so than anything else, you know, even in a loss, which there's no shame in defeat against a guy like Finn Balor because he's one of the best in the world today, but it could really help elevate Bronson Reed more than anything. You know, he's, he's been pretty featured prominently thus far in NXT for the past few months. He had that string of wins leading up to NXT takeover 30, where he, quite frankly, I thought he might've won or he might be the winner of that North American championship before Damian priest ended up winning. So again, not a, we say it all the time again, sorry, but not a matter of if just a matter of when, when it comes to Bronson Reed, like I'm not saying become an NXT champion, but definitely achieving success in the realm of WWE. Absolutely. And, And look, as Bear said, win or lose, it's sometimes it's just the opportunity that can boost a career. And Absolutely. Any one of the wrestlers we just said, including the two guys who have already been NXT champion, getting the main event, a show like Halloween Havoc with a star of the caliber of Finn Balor for that NXT championship would be huge. And yes, it's possible that Finn Balor will not defend the title at Halloween Havoc, but we hope that he does because that's a big time show. The NXT championship is a big time title and Finn Balor is a big time wrestler. And quite frankly, we think that these would be five or six big time matches. But if we miss somebody, well, we got a number for you to text, call, obliterate, and Bear is not prepared with it. I am prepared with it right now. Uh, Six one four four five zero zero three six six. Use it, abuse it, do whatever you want with it. Quite frankly, also, if you don't want to use or abuse it, all the social media platforms, which we, you know, I can speak for brain here. I think where I say we can't thank you enough for being so active on all the social medias with the exception of Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Did I say that out loud? Um, No. By the the way, we were this close to not needing the explicit tag. Look what I did. God. (laughs) Apologies. Apologies. So sorry. Bear Bear is having a meltdown, but as he melts down, I will finish his thought. (laughs) Please. Thank you you all so much for your continued support. The numbers we're seeing right now, mind-blowing. We won't get too much into them, but it's it's inspiring to us. And we, we hope that you're all enjoying this ride as much as we are. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. Hopefully it's not your last. Uh, that sounded way too threatening. I just meant we hope you come back and listen again. Good God, we're we're closing this out on a low note. Uh, I guess Bray and the praise coming for your ass if you stop listening. <laughs> well, on that note, TikTok. Um, we, we love you all so much, and uh, thank you as always. And please 
stay safe, wear a mask, social distance, all that. If you can't do anything else in the world, keep on loving professional wrestling. Boom. You've been listening to Heel Turns and Headlocks with Bear DiGiulio and Brian LaPrey. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon with more. But until then, reach out on Facebook at Heel Turns and Headlocks, on Twitter at Heel underscore Turns underscore Pod, and on Instagram at Heel Turns and Headlocks. We'll see you next time.